Hey guys, welcome back to the NFL Heads Podcast. My name is Sid Kalyani. I'm here with Josh Shippen, and today we're going to be reviewing all the Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night games from Week 6. Starting with Thursday night football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa Bay won 28-22. This seemed like a normal win for the Buccaneers. I thought it was going to be a bit more of a blowout than it was, but I still think this was pretty dominant by the Bucs. I mean, and the Eagles' last points came in garbage time. The Eagles are still not ready to compete with the Bucks. It's really their defense that's killing them. We've been talking about that bottom five defense for the whole season, and that's really, really hurting them. Jalen Hurts did have some problems with his deep ball, even though it's been improving over the past few weeks. It kind of faltered here. Yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, the Bucks seem to be in control of the NFC South. That seems to be their division right now. The Eagles, they seem to be stumbling. The Eagles aren't in control of anything. Yeah, they aren't really in control of the NFC East. Uh, I mean, especially with how the Cowboys are playing, they they have to pick up their, their stuff. I mean, this is going to be a runaway for the Cowboys if the Eagles don't do anything, because I see them as the only threat to the Cowboys for the NFC East. That's true. Do you think this division, these division playoffs could be three teams from the NFC West and then maybe, like, the top teams, Packers, um, Buccaneers, and Cowboys, and then maybe the Bears? I don't think it's going to be three teams from the NFC West only because, I mean, Cardinals are definitely in, right? Mm. I definitely see them making the playoffs. 49ers... They've had quite a bit of injuries, but their coaching is what's keeping them on track. And mm-hmm. when they get when they come back from injuries, when they get all their players back, I do see them as a possible team. The Rams, yeah, I could see them. Oh, the Rams are going. Yeah, Rams are going. Now the Seahawks. Will Russ is out four to eight weeks. I'm still I'm still not picking them to win a game as long as Geno's their starter. Yeah. I don't care if they're facing the I'm Texans. I'm gonna agree with you on that after what I said last week. He's not winning a game with this offense. I mean, their defense, nowhere near where it used to be. This defense, oh, very bad. One of the worst. Oh, yeah. And now, Russ was the only thing carrying them. And now, they've lost Russ. Yep. The only good players are Tyler Lockett and, you know, probably DK Metcalf. I mean, Alex Collins kind of played pretty well in the second half. Nice little player for him. Yeah. Powerful but- bat. Yeah, but Geno Smith is not. Uh, He's not Russ. What a mess. Yeah, so maybe, but that third team is going to have to be the 49ers. Yeah, and I could see that happening. I think the 49ers are better than the Bears. They're better than the Panthers and the Falcons. And they're better than the um, Eagles. Yeah. I so could. I could see them clinching uh, another spot on the division. Yeah. Or in the playoffs, rather. But I think they're going to have to come back from all the injuries they've had. They don't even necessarily have to. I mean, they could pull a 9-8 a and eight season and squeeze into a wild card spot even with their injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But we should move on. Yeah. All right, the next game we have is our London matchup. The uh, Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Jacksonville getting their first win of the season, a 23-20 win. Uh, I think we both expected this to be Jacksonville's first win. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Tua came back, but uh, he seemed a bit rusty at times. 
And, I mean, he did even seem better than expected, but you can't expect a, a team to be perfect after their starting quarterback is coming back from injury. So yeah. I think this, if anything, was promising from the Dolphins. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's looking, he's looking better. Definitely much better than the first couple of weeks. I agree. Uh, but they're, they're still 1-5. I mean, they barely pulled off a win against the Dolphins. But this is an improvement. They've broken their 20-game losing streak, including last season. Oh, it was 20 games, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, what I mean, a, hey, this is... a terrible prom- organization. Hey, this is promising. Prom- promising. Yeah. If you're not seeing me, I'm putting air quotes on there. But... Yeah. 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 They're still a mess. Yeah. Both of these teams are a mess. I mean... And the Dolphins, even though they have another easy matchup next week, they're going to go 1-6 and six because they're just not a complete football team. Yes, that is true. All right, the next game we oh, have... Sorry. That's fine. All right, the next game we have is the Vikings and the Panthers. Now, somehow, the Vikings keep winning. They won this game 34-28 to in overtime against the Panthers. I'm really surprised by this Vikings team. Like, I don't know. I thought they should be below 500 right now. Um, like, severely below 500. But I don't know. They have all the often, They have all the pieces to do it on offense, except for the most important position in professional sports. So, you're other not gonna, than that, they're fine. You're not dropping that, are you? Mm-mm. Okay. This game wasn't in prime time, so why should I care about the outcome? All right. I mean, yeah, on the Panthers' side... They seem to be on a skid now, kind of you know like another team where they seemed they went three and zero. They seemed pretty good. Now they're facing little better teams and they're kind of losing a lot. Yeah, Sam Darnold was under five hundred for this game, and he was actually only for a while. He'd only completed thirty three percent of his passes. Ended up with seventeen completions off of forty one attempts. So a little bit of a rough uh, kind of second half of the first half of the season for Darnold. Yeah. So, hopefully he can improve down the stretch. I'm a little skeptical, but... I mean, the Panthers, they're not winning the division, right? That That's the no, Bucks for a lot. absolutely not. The best they can do is get it into the wild card spots. I mean, you look at the other teams, I'd say they're better than the Falcons, right? That that's Are they? I'm saying they are. I'm not so sure. Um, I, I'm I'm confident in that. The former Falcons fan in me is getting a little a little riled up actually <laughs> yeah. about the Falcons. Yeah, but. I mean the Saints. Now that one's iffy because you know Saints hot and cold. You could flip a coin on any given Saints day and probably be right. Yeah. Um. So the I'm pretty sure the best they can do is wild card, but they're gonna have to pick it up because going like seventeen for forty one. Yeah, that's that's not going to help. Yeah, I mean, it was a mess by Darnold. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, the next game we have a very surprising game. Uh, a Baltimore blowout against the Chargers, 34-6. to Now, everyone's been talking about how explosive this Chargers offense is. And now they scored six points. Sid, I got to hand it to you. You called this one. Yep. I totally thought that the Chargers were going to completely embarrass the Ravens, but the Ravens really proved themselves on both sides of the ball, 
and the Chargers proved why they're the Chargers. I mean, it's losses like these. I mean, the char- the pan- uh, sorry, the Ravens seem to have a there lot more. Go. Yeah, <laughs> the Ravens have a lot more grit in them. They've been hit with so many injuries to quite a bit of spots, but they're showing a lot of determination. Lamar Jackson is stepping up, and somehow I think they're the top team in the AFC at five and one. I believe so. Yeah, and then there's the Chargers. This was this was the worst game for them. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that goes without saying. I mean, yeah. I know they've been really successful on fourth downs, but this game they were one for four on fourth downs. Oh, you got to start punting the ball more. Don't no, don't tell their head coach that. No, no, no. I don't think I. I think that. I, this is like a terrible, terrible comparison, but whenever I'm playing Madden, unless I'm backed up against the goal line, I'm going for it. And I love it when coaches have that same mentality because that's exciting football, and that seems like how the Chargers won their last game against Cleveland. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I like their strategy. I agree with you. That's, that's the same thing I do. But, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that this Ravens defense was – up for the challenge they stingy oh yeah that's defense was stingy but yeah i mean the chargers i still think they have a chance winning the afc west yeah yeah and the ravens the ravens have a pretty good chance of winning the afc north oh they're gonna they're gonna win it yeah i don't think the Bengals are good i mean the only way they don't is if somehow something happens to the quarterback spot. If Lamar Jackson falls into a chasm in the middle of the earth and disappears, then it is possible that the Ravens will not be first in the AFC North. Yeah, he's he's been like Russ to where he's been carrying the team. But There's, but, there's a better team around the, uh, yeah, Lamar yeah, but, than um, there ever was around the Russ. The difference between those two is that the Ravens do have a better team overall around. Yeah, and yeah. I think... Are they better coached? Harbaugh might be a better coach than Pete Carroll. I mean, that's a debate for another time. Just I'm 50-50. I mean, it's very debatable. Yeah. All right. right. Let's see what we got next. Next game we have is the Los Angeles Rams and the New York Giants. Now, Daniel Jones did play in this game. Yes, he did. But, you know, they still lost 34-11. Um. Or 38 to 11. Yeah. Apologies, yeah. So, Daniel Jones, 242 yards, no touchdowns, three picks. Ah. Woof. That's a... What is it like to be a New York Giants fan? I'm not a Giants fan. I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm just wondering, <laughs> what is it like to be a New York Giants fan? Um, Probably pretty freaking nice because your franchise is the only franchise to have beaten the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. That is true. But I, the Giants fans are doing okay. Yeah. Y'all will be all right. I mean, y'all have something to back it up. Y'all have a lot of things to back it yeah. up. Yeah. Organization's been there since the 20s. It's been highly successful. You got Manning, you got Sims. Maybe calm down a little bit on your toil and drudgery. Yeah. But, you know, present, present day Giants. I don't care. They can handle it. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, they look pretty good. They... I don't want to say that they have what it takes to win the NFC West because, you know, they're the Cardinals, the only undefeated team left. And they lost to the Cardinals and Los Angeles, I believe. I think they could still beat the Cardinals, if I'm being honest. I want a rematch of that game. I mean, we're going to get a rematch. But, 
you know, they're definitely going to make it to the playoffs. I have mm-hmm. high, high mm-hmm. hopes. I'm going to be really surprised if they don't make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, we good with this game? Yep. All right. Perfect. Next, I didn't have much to say about it either. Me, the Rams me. are good. The Giants suck. Yeah. The next game we have is the Houston Texans against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts kind of looked like the first half Colts from the Monday night game, except, you know, they kind of played through the whole thing, mm-hmm. given that they played Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. So what, at what point do you bench Davis Mills is my question. Uh-huh. Honestly, who is the backup to Davis Mills right now? I don't care who it is. You could sign Cam Newton off the street and get better value right now. Honestly, yeah, that, that's true. Don't start Davis Mills anymore. I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired of the Colts being up 28 on a Texans team. And also, Davis Mills is a great example of why you don't get hyped up about quarterbacks after one good game following a really bad game. Yeah, that, there, there's that. Him and Gino both. Yeah, I, I kind of went a bit too high on both of them. And I want to calm down a bit. Yeah, so... I mean... Uh, this really embarrassing showing by Houston. This is the second good game um, in a... Sorry, second good game in a row for Carson Wentz. So that's promising for this organization. Wentz kind of looked like a... Kind of a bust of a trade for a couple weeks. But he's doing good he's right now. He's getting back into his groove. For sure. I mean, the AFC South... That's a fun division there um i mean yeah. i mean i don't think there's going to be any wild card teams out of that it's only the winner gets in the playoffs you don't think the colts could make a push they did have a really tough first part of the season i mean they might but after seeing what the titans did mm, i i don't know that wasn't that surprising yeah but they they look good I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, next game? Yeah, I got the next one pulled up. All right, the next game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Washington football team. Kansas City beating Washington 31-13. to Now, you know, I'm happy that they won. Now they're showing that they're not chokers. They seem pretty dominant for the Chiefs. Uh, Washington, Kind of, you know, not as good as last year. They stink. They kind of do stink. Uh, I do think it's telling that we were all, like, honking about the Chiefs falling off of the face of the earth, and now they're only one game out in their division. Yes. So, and never never count out the Chiefs, no matter how poorly they do in a game. Yeah. Unless we're talking in two years and Patrick Mahomes is out with an ACL injury and Tyreek Hill has been traded to another team. Yeah. But, you know, Mahomes had two picks this game and two touchdowns. He's been throwing a lot more interceptions yeah. this year. There have been a lot of turnovers by this Chiefs offense. I'm pretty sure that coming into this week, they were tied first in turnover differential or second behind the Jaguars. Wow. That is not a good place to be. Yeah. This is definitely not like the Chiefs offensive before. Usually they'd be very safe with the football, and this year's definitely been different. Well, and this is what other teams do with teams that aren't the New England Patriots. They figure, well, until now, they figure out, they figure them out, they figure out their weakness, they figure out how to beat them. Yeah. And people have finally figured out how to do that with the Chiefs. Yeah. I think that's about it for this game. Yep. 
All right. The next game we have Green Bay and Chicago. Also known as the poor officiating bowl. Yeah. <laughs> With Green Bay winning 24 to 14, Aaron Rodgers. You didn't see him after his rushing touchdown. He screamed to the fans, I still own you. Well, he can calm down a little bit because he was absolutely gifted a win I mean, by the officials. Yeah. I want to make it clear that I'm not a person. You, I mean, you know me. I'm not a person to go saying, oh, that official call changed the entire outlook. Yeah, of, yeah, definitely. I'm not that type of person. But this was across the span of the whole game, and it seemed almost targeted at the Bears. Yeah. With a lot of really bad calls that stopped drives completely stopped them and frankly um a missed false start or no not false start a missed offsides penalty on the defense where justin fields thought he had a free play and throw to pick and another one where justin fields had to suffer a delay of game after he clearly tried to call for a timeout so yeah the officiating in this game was not that great i mean I thought before, without the officiating, that the Packers would win. And they seemed to win, but they only won by 10 points. So, and they only put up 24 points. And I watched this game, and I thought that the Bears had a chance. But, you know, multiple factors came into play. Mm -hmm. I mean, Justin Fields... mm, he had a no. He had a good game. He had a lot of his a lot of his interceptions. One of his interceptions was because of that really bad call. Yeah. The other one, I think, was just a that might have just been a bad read. But it's overall, it was a good performance by Justin Fields. Certainly better than the last few weeks he's put yeah. out. So that was good. Yeah. All right. Next game we have is the Cincinnati Bengals against the Detroit Lions. Bengals obviously winning this game 34 to 11. Well, Detroit I mean they they suck. They stink. <laughs> Very bad organization. Um I do think that you remember we had the conversation last yes. time about Bears or sorry, uh Lions versus Giants, which team is worse? I think this solidifies Lions for me even though they scored the same amount of points. Even more disappointing. Yep, that is true. Mm. I mean, now I'm starting to go like a bit 50-50. But they're both equal. Uh, but slight, slight advantage towards Detroit. Just a slight margin. Do you still think they're a little better? Yes, but... What, what position on Detroit are you excited about? I'm confused. I mean, t- I, mean I said... Quarterback, I I like Jared Goff over Daniel Jones. No, All right, T.J. Hawkinson, I I think he's one of my favorite players in Detroit. How valuable is a tight end when the quarterback throwing to him is completely incompetent? Because that's what Jared Goff has been this year. I wouldn't say exactly. Maybe not in L.A., but this year he absolutely has. The only good game he has came when he was throwing to Kevin King. I mean, I wouldn't say he was exactly incompetent, but incompetent in the past couple of weeks. I wouldn't say the entire season he was. I would. I think it's. But it's you know, been a mess. if they have a worse game than the Giants next week, I'll give the Giants the thumbs up. Because that's that. They don't. Fun. The two teams don't play next week, right? I, I, they don't. Uh, the Giants play next week. 
Yeah. I just mean against each other. Oh, yeah, no, they don't. Okay. But, you know, if the Giants somehow pull off a win, I'll give them that because it's very slight. Yeah, and, I mean, it's... Yeah. Both teams are bad. I mean, we're really arguing which, which is worse, worse than yeah. the other. When in reality the Texans might be worse than both of them, or maybe just the Giants, but well, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Let's go ahead and move on. Yep. Um. Next game. Next game. The next game we have Arizona <sighs> against Cleveland, with Arizona dominating thirty-seven to fourteen. They heard what I said and they made fools out of me. Yep. Kyler Murray with four touchdown passes. Baker Mayfield was. Uh, he injured his non-throwing shoulder, and Kareem Hunt, I believe, had some sort of calf injury. He's out. He's on IR right now. Yeah, and they play Thursday night. Oh. And if they don't have Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield just doesn't play, that's a big loss to them. Yeah, no Baker, no Chubb, no Hunt. That is their offense right there. Yeah, and their defense has been, they gave up 47 points last week. To the Chargers, they gave up 37 this week. I know they're playing a worse team on Thursday night, but, you know, they that that's a big blow if they lose all those offensive pieces. You got to remember that that defense was playing against probably the two best offenses in the NFL. Yeah, that is true. So I'd say ease up on them a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. I mean, also Arizona, they seem pretty dominant. 6-0. and yeah, for everyone worrying about Arizona, including me, they're okay. Yeah, they're fine. They are definitely fine. Yeah, definitely. Uh, AJ Green went over seventy-five yards. He had a touchdown himself. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's always fun when you can see an older star like that break out back to what he was in the past. That's yeah. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right, next game. A quite surprising game, in my opinion. The Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots with Dallas winning 35-29 to in overtime. This was the bald, ugly baby of the bad officiating bowl. I mean, mm. a bad call turned the tide of this game. Yeah, I mean... Uh, a pass interference no call. That was pretty blatant. Yeah. And I wanted the Cowboys to win, don't get me wrong. Same. But the Patriots should have converted because of that. It's, I mean... I mean, yeah, they've been playing pretty well. Mac Jones, somehow, in my opinion, is doing the best out of all the rookies. Well... Quarterbacks. Okay, there you rookie go. Rookie quarterbacks. He's not the, he's yeah. not the best rookie. Yeah. But, I mean, I, Cowboys, their offense, very... High-powered. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs high-powered. with another pick. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> when will it end? Seven and six games, I believe. Yeah, um, there was a stat that they pulled out on Monday Night Football. Stefan Diggs caught his second touchdown pass, which is tied with his brother. Ah, nice. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that. Um, but the, this is a plus for the Patriots. I mean, they're definitely getting second in the AFC East. Well, I mean, maybe, I'm not sure if they can beat the Bills? No, they can't. The Jets could beat the Patriots, though. That is true. They could do it. There is a world. The Dolphins can't, but the Jets might be able the to. The Jets can, but that, for me, that seems unlikely. Seems unlikely, but Zach Wilson's about to go off after coming back from his bye week. That is true. So, who knows? Maybe he might put up, 
you know, 50 points on them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got they've got the Patriots next week, and I'm really excited for that matchup. I'm, I I don't know that the Jets will win, but I'm really excited because I think it's in the realm of possibility for them to do that. I mean, I always think that when quarterbacks come off their bye week, they seem to play really really well. So it's true. Who knows? Zach Wilson might go off. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, I don't know if I want to talk about this game. Do you want me to? No, I'll do it. We have the Raiders against the Broncos. Embarrassed them. Raiders winning 34-24. There was a game where the only points that mattered were the points scored in the fourth quarter. I'd like the Broncos' chances. I mean, they scored 14 points against the Raiders 3 in the fourth quarter. But you look at the first quarter, outscored 10-7. Second quarter, outscored 7-0. Third quarter, outscored 14-3. We please score some points in the other three quarters. It's like that when you're doing an assignment and you forget to do it and you have to do it in the last second. I always do good on those assignments. Yes, it seems like the Broncos aren't doing good on those assignments. They seem to be failing all of these assignments. Because, I mean, their offense is not at that level where you can afford to do that. They're they're not. Did you want to talk about the turnovers? Uh, Oh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater with three interceptions. Like, mm. After having none of them in the first four weeks? Yes. Last week he had his first interception, and now he's had three. Well, four total. Four total. Let's not forget. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is really, really sad. The only upside I can see on this is that they're tied with the Chiefs. And usually, That's not enough. I mean, you if you didn't look at this season, you heard the Broncos were tied with the Chiefs. You're like, oh my god, they're such a good team. But you have to realize the Chiefs are three and three. The Broncos are toast. Yeah, sorry. I mean, the Raiders they picked up from where they were earlier in the season. This is the Raiders that we were used to seeing. Yeah, and this is the state. Broncos that we're used to seeing. Yes, yeah, sadly. So you know I don't what? know how much stock I put in the Raiders. No, well, after all my. Anger against Drew Locke. I might not be. Don't able- call for Drew Locke. Don't do it. You already hyped up Geno Smith and Davis. I'm Mills. this close. Don't you do I'm it. I'm this close to saying we might need Drew Locke. I've seen enough bad quarterback play this year. Keep Teddy Bridgewater on the field. I mean, enough. He has to. I think he's playing a bit too passive, in I, my opinion. I had to sit through Mike Glennon for a quarter. Don't give me Drew Locke. I mean, he has to be more aggressive. You know, okay, that's fine. Teddy Bridgewater also handles the ball pretty well, I think, for the most part. I mean, yeah, and I, I do like him over, but he's just a bit too passive, and the drives are just stalling out of nowhere. Well, yes, I, it's it's just not enough to call for for Drew Locke. Yeah, I can't sit through. That. I mean, I'd have to see like maybe one or two more bad performances that maybe we could consider Drew Locke. No, no, just, no, no. I think if the if the Broncos lose out their next four games, then maybe Drew Locke is necessary. That seems fair. Other than that, Bridgewater should be the unquestioned starter. I mean, I just want to have at least eight wins. That's going to happen with Locke. Or, I mean, not with Locke, with Bridgewater. I'm just hoping we get eight wins. I, I mean, this has been a tough schedule after, like, a, a bunch of pound cakes in the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. So, the, I, I would say... Keep at least a, a small amount of faith in your team. Yeah. I mean, I we faced the Browns Thursday night. 
Woof. I mean, they do have a lot of injuries, so there is a glimmer of hope, but... No. Maybe not. If Baker is out, maybe, but... Yeah, no. but that defense is... The Browns' defense is going to be insane. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Um, I think that the Broncos are really, really, really going to struggle, but we will get to that next... Yeah. On, on Thursday, I think. All right, so I think we're down to the last few games yes we're down to sunday night football the seattle seahawks against the pittsburgh steelers with uh pittsburgh winning 23 to 20 in overtime gino stinks yeah the second half running game of the seahawks was pretty good alex collins in the second half oh my gosh travis homer is still on the seahawks are you kidding me (laughs) i thought he was cut in like 2017 well, looks like he's on the that's, that's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the, the Steelers, they they didn't seem so good early on. Now, slowly increasing. Najee Harris is doing nah. pretty well. No. No, no, no. 3.4 yards per carry today. His yards per carry has been pretty terrible. He seems like he's reading defenses pretty well. He's just not maybe that good of a runner in the NFL. Maybe. So that's, I mean, it's something to keep an eye on for Harris, but they really like him in-house, and uh, he seems like a really smart guy, smart player. So I think they have that to kind of build on, but for now, not a ton going on. But then you look at the AFC North, Ravens, right? Top team. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati. Doing so much better than I expected. Yeah, they're having a really strong season. Cleveland. I know they're 3-3, three and three, but... They kind of feel like they're more like 5-1. and one. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they lost by five points against the Chargers. I know they had a bad game against um, uh, Arizona. But well, that's you, without Nick Chubb. That's without Nick Chubb. If without they have Martin. all their pieces, then, yeah. So, Pittsburgh... I consider it last in the division. Well, yeah, and they're not even playing that well at all. Big Ben, as I've said in the past couple of podcasts, he's most likely going to retire after this season. I don't think he's Tom Brady. No one's really Tom Brady. By the way, for all the people making a big deal out of the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster, I know injuries are terrible, but that's not a big loss for this team anymore. I mean, they still have Chase Claypool... They have Deontay Johnson. They're starting to trust their rookie tight end, Pratt Fryermuth. Uh, James Washington is a player that I feel like could have a breakout season in the right circumstances. So they'll be they'll be fine without I mean, Juju. Yeah, Juju in his first like two seasons seemed very, very good. And then he's on a... And now yeah. he's made more TikToks than he has made yards in a game over the last two seasons. Ah, uh, yes. So maybe just let that one sit. Yep. All right, well, on to our final game. A very surprising game, in my opinion. Tennessee Titans versus Buffalo, with Tennessee winning 34-31. Derrick Henry, 143 rushing yards, three touchdowns, including a very nasty 76-yard run where he ran the fastest that any running back has run this season at 21.8 miles per hour. I'm tired of hearing that number. They wouldn't (laughs) shut up about it for the entire broadcast. (laughs) I mean, when it's Derrick Henry, I'm not mad about that. I mean, he's roughly the same size as Vaughn Miller. He's roughly the same size as a freight train. He is a freight train. Uh, I mean, the Bills' offense, they looked pretty good. 
Yeah, um, I'd say the problem right now with the Bills' offense is that they don't have an established running game. Josh Allen's their leading rusher on the season. Um, oh, yeah. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are good, but they're not carrying the load. I mean, I saw a stat that at one point in the game, um, the yards after contact, Derrick Henry had 106 yards after oh, contact. I saw that, side. and he yeah. had 125 yards in yeah. the game. Yeah, and then you see Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, and I think think they had like 38 yards combined after contact yeah like you can't have josh allen as your lead rusher he you have to protect your quarterback i mean i don't you have to have him run less so i was i was having this conversation with my boss a few days ago but would you rather have adrian peterson in his prime or derrick henry in his prime oh that's that's hard uh I mean that that's that that's really hard because mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson in his prime was just nasty. I, possibly the best running back in football. Yeah, and now you see Derrick Henry. Who, possibly the best running back <laughs> in football. That that seems insane. I'm going to have to go with Adrian Peterson on that one because you know his career is over. Henry's Derrick Henry's career is not over, so we haven't seen the full extent of it. So that's why I'm only saying Adrian Peterson, but. After they're both retired, then that would make it pretty obvious. If Derrick Henry continues like this, then yeah, there's a possible argument for Henry. But right now, I'm going with Adrian Peterson. Derrick Henry for your same reason. He hasn't hit his peak and he's already hit 2,000 yards. Give me a break. Derrick Henry. Yeah. All right, well, if you stayed this far, thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please consider following and writing a comment. We have it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you hit the bell. Yep. We'll be back Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday for the Week 7 preview. I'm Sid Kalyani here with Josh Shippen, and we'll see you all later.